Welcome to Those Who Can, a podcast focusing on the issues that matter to all of our rank and file UFT members who do the work every day. Those Who Can is brought to you by the Unity Caucus of the UFC. Now, let's join our hosts, Diamond Emerald and Greg Monty. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Those Who Can. And in our last episode, we spoke with chapter leader of PS85 in Queens, Leah Lynn, about how it felt to have to work the spring break of 2020. And now we are graced with the presence of a very important individual, the director of the grievance department, David Campbell, who was on the front lines in negotiating the spring break arbitration. And he can help us walk through the process David has been the head of the, the grievance department for three years. He taught at Erasmus and Tilden High Schools, teaching social studies before that. And like Diamond and myself, he is a basketball fan. And like me, he is also a longtime fan of the now Brooklyn Nets. Uh, I got into them when they were the New Jersey Nets as well. I have my little loyalty for the Knicks. There's no question. But it's good to see another Nets fan going back to when they were in Jersey with Sam Cassell, Kerry Kittles, Keith Van Horn, and the like. Uh, so it's great to have you here. And we really wanted to take the opportunity to have you walk us through the process of what the arbitration process is like and how it specifically relates to the spring break decision that was on a lot of people's minds. So I've got my wonderful co-host Diamond here to take it away. Yeah, question. David, where's the money? Right. That's what they're all asking us. That's what everybody wants to know. Even people that read, people that don't read, like, let's just jump to it. Why didn't you go in there and get all that money? Well, we certainly tried. Um, no question about it. When um, the uh, mayor ordered all of us to work uh, during the spring break, um, we in we in our uh, minds said, mm -hmm. okay, well, we're going to get paid for this. Um, now, um, as you may recall, there was an agreement right away about a certain, uh, a certain uh, part of compensation for the days um, because we had all these religious holidays mm -hmm. uh, during the spring break. Um, and there had to be a way to deal with people who could not work during those religious holidays. So... So we met, it was not just us, it was also uh, three other unions, the principal's union and, and other unions that work in the school that met with the DOE and said, you know, how are we gonna deal right away with these, uh, with these holidays? And so the DOE agreed to uh, give us right. four car days right off the bat, all right? And we looked at that and it was part of the agreement the signed agreement, the MOA that came with those four car days that we were going to seek additional compensation. Um, we were free to do so, but we needed to right away just deal with people who uh, were going to take religious holidays and uh, and that they wouldn't have to uh, pay anything to do that. So right away we got the four car days, um, but we worked seven days and four car days is mm -hmm. nowhere near enough compensation. Um, um, However, the grievance process was closed at the time. So that caused a uh, quite a delay. Um, and it was closed because we had an entirely new school system with the pandemic. Um, initially we were uh, 
you know, all working remotely. And just as a reminder, everybody did work remotely during that spring break. And we knew that the contract as it stood really didn't, wouldn't deal with the issues uh, that were uh, going to be occurring. Um, so we suspended the grievance process. Um, it was a good idea. Uh, we went to operational complaints to deal with, uh, with all the issues during um, blended learning. And the grievance department actually worked uh, very hard with uh, Debbie Poulos, um, who, uh, who runs the um, contract uh, empowerment department, to deal with all of these operational complaints. And uh, we settled a lot of them, and a lot of teachers uh, got a fair amount of money for working um, both blended uh, and in-person um, during, that, during that period of blended learning. So the um, negative aspect of that was we were not able to file a grievance for the money until we reopened the grievance process. So that was part of the delay in uh, the arbitration uh, coming into effect. We filed the grievance um, to get paid, to get compensated for the uh, spring break of the first day we could, which was um, July 1st, um, 2021. When the, when the uh, grievance system o opened hmm. up in entirety. I, I just want to jump in and ask David a question. Yeah. All right. When did the arbitrator actually say, you're not going to get your money? Did you anticipate his answer and have an alternative ready to go? Or did you have to craft it during the actual arbitration meeting? Good question. We were single-mindedly focused right. on getting money for this. We were single-mindedly focused on getting money, and in fact, what we, you know, what we wanted was, um, sure. you know, pro-rata pay, yeah. everybody's salary, you know, pro-rated for the work that they did. Um, and we had um, two precedents that spoke, we thought, directly to this. Um, one precedent had to do with um, when teachers teach after-school classes, um, and these classes are for credit. Um, you know, previously people have yeah. been just paid per session for that, but mm -hmm. but that was that was wrong. That's per session can't be used for something that is mm -hmm. your regular work. So we had won that uh, uh, several years back. That um, people who teach after-school classes um, get pro rata pay. And we considered that equivalent to what was going on here. Um, we also had the precedent of of the a UI CSIS award, where um, teachers were ordered to do CSIS work outside of their work hours. And right. we actually yeah, had to pay for those. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. um, so we were armed with these precedents, and um, and uh, we we're fully arguing um, that. Um, teachers should um not teachers all staff members should get paid uh, for the work that they did during this time um we did understand that there would be some resistance to that because that's going to be a very very huge check for the city um but we were ready for arguments and and we felt that there was uh that that was the right uh right way to go um we had a preliminary meeting with the arbitrator uh, uh, prior to the um, scheduled arbitration date with the with the DOE 
and uh, and um, discuss the issues. And the arbitrator made it very clear at that meeting that he was not going to tell the city what happened to in write the meeting. a massive check. And it was it was it was interesting. We were you know mm-hmm. a little bit thrown back by yeah. that for that to be the first thing basically stated to us. Um, and he he said that he wasn't just concerned about the UFT, but he knew that after the UFT, the other unions were going to be coming and asking for the same thing. We were the mm-hmm. first ones to file a grievance on this, um, so we were going first, and and um, we were the largest group. But there's still um, you know a lot of other employees after us, and you know I, he estimated. Uh, that it would be like a $700 million check that the city was going to have to write for this. And especially, uh, you know, coming out of uh, the, 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 the uh, pandemic, it, it was still in the pandemic at the time, really. Um, and um, with all the issues going on and also a new administration coming in and everything else, he just was not going to do it. And that did throw us back. Um, the DOE jumped right in talking about, you know, their initial offer was that they'd already paid enough, that the four car days is enough compensation. And they were, you know, they were going to uh, argue that, uh, you know, it wasn't really um, the same as teaching. What? Um, that, <laughs> yes, they were. They were. I got confused. They were going, they were shade in. They, 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 I mean, we had a step two decision in this case. We, we had a step two, uh, you know, before you go to arbitration, you have to go to step two with the board. And um, they didn't issue a, they, they, issued, they didn't issue a decision until a, a few days before uh, we had this meeting with the arbitrator. But in their decision, you know, they were, they argued that, listen, you know, people, it wasn't a regular, uh, it wasn't regular work. Um, they had issued some um, some documents talking about it should be enrichment activities and things like that. So they were full on going to argue that it, you know that we shouldn't get. We should have got compensated for, for just having work. to read all the things that they sent out, trying to redefine what our job was <laughs> to begin with. Like that's, that's right. pre-work, that's post-work, then the extra meetings to figure out what we had to do, and we were still responsible for those kids. So. Okay, sorry, sorry, I just don't. So, like, to clarify, the DOE wanted to give us nothing. Because we weren't really working, and I'm putting up air quotes right. for those of you who can't see me. We weren't really working. The DOE was like, you're good, four days, you didn't even work that hard. Okay. What that was there initial you know, Also, what knocked That's me right. out was reading the decision, the DOE says, we don't know what you're talking about. Spring break doesn't even exist. You should be grateful for what we offered. That on its face is false, is it not? Yeah, they... <sighs> Technically... Technically, spring break is not mentioned. Do you think it should the, be heading uh, into contract. negotiations? So, because we have I don't the think precedent? it needs to be. No, no, I don't think it needs to be. We've we've established it. Yeah, and 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 there's other things that aren't. You know, everything's not mentioned yeah. in the contract. That's every right. break we have, it just so happens that the February break is mentioned, um, uh, because of how the February break came about. Um, I don't know if if. Uh, you guys are working during that time that. time period. February, that so, goes yeah. back a ways. If you want to, <laughs> so that's a whole other story. Listeners, that goes a. Oh boy, yeah, and I was, I was, uh, uh, you know, I think I was only like a, a 
teaching for two or three years at the time. But that was during a major fiscal crisis uh, in New York. And um, and I won't I can't be 100 percent accurate about what happened. But basically, we agreed to um, to um, delay raises. And as part of the agreement, we established this February um, break um, that we would have there on. So that had to be something that was included in, gotcha. in the contract at that and time. And then the selective amnesia. Our basic art. Mm-hmm. So that February break yeah, isn't just right. another seven days to celebrate Black History Month. It was the actual negotiated <laughs> fiscal reasons. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. I mean, it, it's more, you know, it, it, some people would call it President's Week, you know, because we did have uh, right. we did have Washington's birthday mm-hmm. off and Lincoln's birthday off. And uh, so then there were, you know, two, often two days that we take off during that week. So Got it. Thank you. So do the whole week. Um, yeah. That's a side note. Um, but the truth is the, you know, we have um, what we're basing it on is the fact that um, every year we um, have a, a calendar that is negotiated. Um, it's and uh, that the UFT participates in and puts in suggestions for. And once that calendar is finalized, that basically becomes the contract. Mm-hmm. That's our work year right there and any work that we do in addition to what's stated in that calendar um in our position we have to get paid for and that was that was our basic basic argument was based on the uh established calendar for the year the established calendar had spring break in it as it had had for years and years and years and years and so the fact that spring break wasn't mentioned in the contract was um really of no issue for us but the OE certainly tried to uh, run that argument um, with the arbitrator. I just love Greg's that. question because that also teaches me and I think the other members about how the calendar, like you just said, is a contract that is also negotiated mm-hmm. because we talk about, you know, that mm-hmm. a little, you know, uh, calendar that we, the pocket size calendar that we get, that's always like, you know, some teachers love to have that. And just like when it's posted online and people were waiting for it, especially, you know, mm-hmm. during the pandemic, like what's going to happen? What does the calendar look like? Like that's big. It's a big deal. But that's another uh, power move. That's another negotiation. That's that's a, another contract that we don't actually realize. That's another way that our voice is heard. Thank you so that's much for asking reminder. that question. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's yeah. They- yeah, we're we're getting ready to start those talks now. I believe about next year's contract, mm-hmm. uh, next year's calendar. But um, yeah, when they put out a calendar, we have to look at it very closely to make sure they're not um, um, doing things that um, that they hadn't done in the past or that we have agreements on. And there's always uh, back and forth that goes on in the establishment of the calendar, which is very tight now because uh, with all the holidays. Um, <laughs> You know, we have every yeah. day becomes very important, um, you know, to get yep. uh, state funding and all of that. So, Diamond, did you have another question for uh, for David? Let's see. I mean, I asked the money question, you know. Oh, so. that was absolutely <laughs> that, like we can go back to that. You know, you I can say the, the $50,000 so, question. Let's but, go you know. back to that. Because I still didn't, I still didn't answer it, I don't think. Um, because uh, I remember the, the question was, what did we do when, when the arbitrator right. said no money? So what is the significance uh, no of the, so we, instead of the four days, um, we have seven. But they're vacation days, not car days. What's the difference? Well, that's, that's something that we had mm-hmm. to come up with. 
And, uh, you know, to be honest, um, when the arbitrator uh, started talking about um, no, uh, no money, the discussion started to turn to car days. And the DOE was saying, you know, they were willing to give us, you know, a couple more car days mm. um, for this. And we had to make it very, very clear to the arbitrator that car days are not equivalent to working a full day. And, and the arbitrator, um, you know, although he's worked with us for many, many years and knows what a car day was, still, you know, doesn't have the in-depth mm -hmm. knowledge of what it means, um, what the sick bank, how it works. Um, and we had to let him know, listen, a car day is not equivalent to uh, equivalent in value to mm -hmm. working a whole day. You know, first of all, car days are only to be taken when so you're sick. If for or 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 in, or with advance notice for three car days a year you could take a personal day but those have to be approved by the administration and extremely important is that if you have car days still when you separate from service you uh only get paid out for yes. half of the day for each car day that you have and 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 mm -hmm. there's an even limit on that so we had to make it very clear to the arbitrator that car day was not adequate compensation for a day of work. Um, and we did that a little bit in that first meeting, but um, on the actual arbitration date, we really, we really hit hard for that on that. And the arbitrator heard us and turned to the DOE and said, listen, um, I agree with the union. A car day is not adequate um, compensation. Yeah, that's reflected in the decision too. And that's really... Yeah. And that is clear, mm -hmm. and also with what uh, Mulgrew said, I think, at the last DA. So for people who technically are asking, I want the money, I want my money now, I love how the way you said it, David, if they choose to separate from service, you know, uh, if they want to quit tomorrow, they'll be paid out for those days that they were given and not at a half rate, right? So, I mean, it, it looks different, but if you really want to get nitty-gritty, if you're that upset, if you're that hungry for the money today, it's still going to be given to you in the way that our system works when you retire. And or, as Mulgrew stated, if you stay in the system even longer, it'll be paid at a higher rate when you do choose to retire. So we have a lot of options. And then even talking about the flexibility of taking that vacation day that we are, yep. you know, rightfully deserve, we have flexibility in taking those days. So, I mean, I may have a girl's trip coming up next month and I have <laughs> an extra day to nice. you know let my principal know like remember spring break like give me one now <laughs> and i i admired how that That's was right. in the decision i mean it the was arbitrator said this is what makes it different and it is justified that had to be argued that had to be argued by you guys and i'm Absolutely. grateful for it yeah i mean you mentioned in an introduction uh greg that uh you know that we negotiated this, it really wasn't a negotiation. It wasn't a negotiation with us in the DOE. It was it was an mm. argument before oh, the wow. arbitrator. And make no mistake, the arbitrator made the decision. It was not an agreement between the They weren't DOE leveraging or giving us. anything. Um, mm -hmm. No, I mean, they I mean, they uh, did make, you know, they made a couple offers, um, but it wasn't it wasn't like us and them you know going back and forth and deciding what we're going to do it really was making an argument to the arbitrator and the arbitrator deciding what uh he thought was fair and uh, and 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 contractually uh, correct um 
to be compensated for for this after saying that some money was off the table. I mean, we didn't come up with that automatically. There was it was in between that first meeting and that second uh, and the arbitration date where we were just having discussions. What you know, what what should we do? And at some point, I don't know who who said it. We were you know, it wasn't just me. It was you know, Mike Sill was involved and other members of the grievance department, um, Mark Collins, Sierra Jurgensen, and uh, Carl Cambria, who is now the a Manhattan Borough Rep. Um, and uh, and also, of course, uh, uh, Michael Mulgrew all through the way, we're having these talks, what should we do? And, and finally, the idea came up was that, well, they took away a vacation from us. So what they really need to do to compensate us mm-hmm. is to give us a vacation. That would be the actual fair compensation for getting yeah. a vacation taken away from us. Um, and we couldn't shut down the yeah. schools, you know, for seven days. So the way we do it is we came up with this idea of, of vacation days, um, which um, which could only be denied, um, you know, under um, certain circumstances. You know, they were presumed when you um, when you put in for them that you would have them. Um, and and that's um, if you didn't use them, you would get paid out one to one for each day you didn't use um, again, as you mentioned before, at the rate that you're you were being paid uh when you separated from well, service thank you, retired. well and uh and that that was that was the idea and we went with it we didn't know whether the arbitrator would buy it but uh it. but Greg, do you have another question had... for david yeah thank you uh diamond mm-hmm. what about the folks who we're seeing this now this is a new development it's very off-putting the doe denying these days to teachers who had negative car days in essence yeah that they owe days now we we're fighting this is there any news on this any progress yes um we had another hearing with the arbitrator and uh we're expecting a decision to come out um any day actually on that um you know the decision um technically the decision was that the four car days that we received would be converted to four vacation days, and then you would get three more vacation days mm-hmm. um, for the rest of the days we worked. We worked seven days, so we we get seven vacation days if you if uh, if you worked all seven days. Um, and the DOE, after the decision came back, um, and the way they implemented it was that, well, if you don't have four car days. We can't convert those car days, um, and and so they only give those people three car days, and then you know their car balance went down by the four car days that they were given for the spring break. Um, we thought that mm-hmm. was just plain plain wrong, because what you're what you're effectively what they're effectively doing is compensating people differently for the same work. Um, you know, just because right. maybe they they That's had a right. baby a few years back, <laughs> or because they, or because right. they became seriously ill, and you know, both sides, the union and the DOE, encourages mm-hmm. people to borrow the car days. They intend to pay them back, but the bottom line is, mm-hmm. they worked. They should get compensated. Why would they get compensated basically at half the rate? Um, than uh, than people who had uh, uh, you know, didn't have a negative car balance. Um. And um, we argued that very strenuously, 
Um, and we'll see. We don't know how the de- how the decision is is going to come out. I think the arbitrator heard us, um, um, and has an understanding now of why people go into a negative balance that he may not have had uh, earlier. Um, but we'll uh, we'll see how that. I don't like to anticipate how <laughs> arbitration decisions come out. So uh, um, it should be coming out. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it came out next week. Um, so uh, thank we'll you. See. Awesome. We will stay tuned. Thank you so, so, so much, David, for giving us this perspective. It's in other forums, but like good special educators, we like to give people multiple access points and entry points into this conversation. So thank you for explaining to us where the money went, how we argued, no Socratic seminar, not necessarily negotiation, but how we argued for what we rightfully deserved out of this process. Thank you for being one of the members that actually advocates for us in action through the grievance system and thank you tremendously for doing the work so thank you yeah thank you for having me it was it was a pleasure thanks for listening to those who can a podcast by and for uft members brought to you by the unity caucus of the uft make sure to tune in to our next episode and thanks to all of our uft members You do the work.